Hello, I'm Callan. Hello, I'm Grace. I'm Katie. Howdy, I'm Andrew. Hey there, I'm Jimmy. And I'm Melissa. Okay, today's topic, we're going to discuss television. Uh, basically, the thing is, I've found that I have absolutely nothing to watch on TV lately. And I was wondering if, first of all, if you have any suggestions of good television that I should be watching. And secondly, has television gotten worse lately? <laughs> or is it just me, basically? Or... <laughs> So no, television, television, it's gotten worse. I think. Yeah, it has. People are running out of ideas and are not willing to push the limits anymore. Is it or, or, is it, or is it that the new ideas they want a different type of delivery channel other than television? You know, all the great things should happen on in the internet where it's more interactive. Yeah, because then you can get feedback, whereas if it's just on TV, then you'd still have to go on the Internet to find the feedback, but it could be delivered right in your comment box if you do it online. I have to wonder if TV was ever really that great in the first place, personally. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I mean, to what they had. Well, when we look back at TV history, you know, you're seeing things like the sitcom, the game show, which can be entertaining, but in terms of being great, I, I would argue they're probably not. They're they're not great now, not anymore, but I think at the time they were, you know, today's internet. True, because that was one of the few forms of entertainment aside from books. And radio. Yeah. I think it'll help connect people to each other, seeing, like, um, lives play out as opposed to just consuming the news. Um, you know, it spun off those sitcoms, the, the very, the good ones, you know, they, they actually spun off water cooler conversations and were relatable to things like current events at the time and, and feelings and thoughts that people had. I tend to think a little bit of both of what you're saying. So... When I was growing up, I watched a lot more TV than I do now. I'm not sure if that's just because I've outgrown it. But also, I feel like the older television shows were a lot better than they are now. <laughs> like, oh. sitcoms and stuff I used to watch were a lot more entertaining. Um, but even so, there's only so much you can do with the sitcoms. I just used to watch more cartoons when that was what that was on. <laughs> Well, that, too, and cartoons were even better in the old days, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Well, that's not true, because, well, The Last Airbender is probably the best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in general. But, yeah, in general. Melissa, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I'm just listening to all of you talk. So, okay. Jimmy is the only one who's having an issue. Apparently. typing, too. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or he has something very important to say, or, or the zombies are attacking him, either one. <laughs> Jimmy can take the zombies, no problem. <laughs> okay. Yeah, zombies are definitely good. Everybody have a zombie backup plan? No. Yeah. No. I do. I do. <laughs> I know. I'll wait, I'll make it up as I go along. Yeah, I see. <laughs> 
I know too many people who also have backup plans, so I would just grab everything I've got and meet up with them, and we'd pretty much be an unstoppable force. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Now I have a plan. Go wherever Andrew is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but a lot of people's backup plans involves them being a mythical badass. And how many people are that badass in real life that they could take on zombies? I don't think that. I I am. Oh, well, you, I believe you probably are, Andrew. <laughs> I could just go to work, but there's all sorts of sharp, pointy objects, and there I go. I'm set. Like, Throw how many away. people have even shot a gun? I, I know there are a lot. Like, down in the south, you get a higher number. But yeah. uh, to survive the zombie apocalypse, I feel like knowing how to use a gun is important. And how many people do? I don't. Yeah, I, I know how I to know use a bow and arrow. Yeah. yeah. Bow and arrow, and I know some guns. Not all. I think I'd be better for hand-to-hand combat, so... Which you don't really want to get into with the zombie, though. Exactly. Because all they need to do is bite you. Which is why I'm glad where I work, there's no windows. <laughs> I can just, like, hoard up in there and be like... Grr. It says Jimmy's call was dropped. I see. Yeah. I think he exploded. Either that or the zombies got to him. I actually watched Zombie Land last night. It was awesome. Oh, that is so much fun. It is an excellent movie. It is. I'll have to see it. I love zombie movies. I'm pretty sure I've seen like everyone that was ever made. <laughs> but you notice with a lot of movies, getting back kind of on the TV topic, with um, like a lot of movies and sometimes even TV shows, they don't have really like any originality anymore because they're like for Avatar, the movies made from the cartoon series. Sherlock's Home was made based off the books, and everything's based off of something else anymore. Yeah, even the most recent um, Scott Pilgrim is based off a comic book or graphic novel, whichever you prefer. And if you uh, think of the movie Avatar as in, with the blue people, that has a yeah. lot of similarities to Pocahontas. Yeah, the storyline. Well, the storyline is um, a pretty traditional one. I, I don't think that it ever made any claims at being this big original story. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a common myth. You see it in mythology and in history. I mean, it's it's a fairly common storyline. Yeah. I don't know why these people were so upset about that. Oh, it's the storyline's been done over and over again. It's like, yeah, but it's in 3D, and it's really cool. You know, that's the whole selling point of it. That's the whole reason to watch it. Sure. Not because it's a um, great story that's never been you know told before. And you knew what the story was going to be by the previews. Like, you knew exactly how the whole thing was going to play out before you even sat down in the theater. It's yeah. just like, cool guys don't look at explosions. Like that song. <laughs> no, I... Hmm. I mean, I agree that many things are, are based off of something else, but I think that has more to do with the money factor than it does with the, like, people aren't creative anymore factor. Uh, for example, Sherlock Holmes is 
a recognizable character and a recognizable story. So if you make a movie based off of that, there's a built-in audience already. So it's already going to sell a certain amount of tickets just based on the fact that everybody already knows the character. Whereas something totally new, it's harder to get people invested in that and coming to opening night. Yeah. It's the same same with books. It's uh, a risk factor because movies are now increasingly costs having so much of an upfront investment in television series too, video games, everything. So the cost, the, the more expensive it is to, um, that has to be paid up front, the less likely you are to want to take a risk that it's not going to sell. So you're going to want to repeat old ideas that you know will sell. Yeah. So it's, it's more like a, um, Almost like they're not, they're a bravery thing. They're not willing to risk something new. So even if someone comes to them with the greatest idea in the world for a TV show, most likely, unless they already have some good reason to believe it's gonna sell really well, they're not likely to take the risk. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think, I think that also leads to lower quality in the films as well. Because the Harry Potter films, I don't know anyone that could argue that those are great cinematic pieces. I mean, okay, they have some cool special effects here and there, but they're not very good movies. And but they they still do incredibly well. They're always going to be number one on the box office because they have such a huge audience, which I think is too bad because I think Harry Potter deserved to have great movies made off of it. But instead, they're mediocre movies just to make the money off the fans. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I love the books, the books were great, I'm going to go see the movie. Which is what's happening, you know, all over the place. Yeah. But what really depresses me is the Twilight thing. Yeah, like, Twilight like, in general is depressing. Yeah, I liked um, vampires before they were even, like, cool in that sense. Like, I liked them right. back when they were really actually cool. <laughs> As yeah. blood sucking killers. <laughs> yeah. That sparkles. It just ruined vampires for me. Ruined them. Yeah. I, I have many issues with Twilight. Whether or not they ruined, ruined vampires is pretty low on my list, though. Yeah, out of everything, the whole sparkly vampire is pretty low. However, it does give you a good um, idea for when someone's being mean to you, you just throw a bunch of glitter at them and be like, Die, vampire! Or something like that. <laughs> okay. Because it's new. Well, if everyone else around you hates Twilight also, aside from that one person, then there you go. Oh. Let's see. Is Jimmy coming back ever? It's, he's not even on Skype anymore, so I don't know. Okay. <laughs> he's I'm probably all smacking keep... babies because he can't participate in a zombie conversation. Yeah, he could. He said he found it. He couldn't find his microphone at first, and he found it. I don't know. He, he something might have come up, and he probably typed it and sent it, but it didn't get sent or something. Mm-hmm. Well, he typed a whole paragraph. What do you expect? (laughs) (laughs) 
So, so television, <laughs> the reason we're here. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they're going to make a Twilight TV series? Oh, they God. better not. I would bet money they will. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, not it. I don't think they will. Okay. Let's bet. It doesn't, it's not the kind of um, story that lends itself to serializing like that. I mean, I thought they were going to make a Pirates of the Caribbean TV show animated series, but they didn't, and I was surprised there. Um, but no, I don't think Twilight is um, the type of story that you can co- sort of extend to that amount of time and still be interesting if you found even the original stories interesting. Mm. Because it is pretty much just about these two characters falling in love or whatever. I could see them making something in that world. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Yeah, like the story of, what's his name's dad? What is it? Edward? Edward's family? Before Edward came along? Mm, maybe. Maybe. I mean, are there really a lot of TV shows made after movies? It tends to go the other way around. Yeah. yeah. There's, um, like Star Wars, cart animated. TV shows <laughs> that follow. But you have to remember how long Star Wars is, too. Yeah, like, and oh. it's been around for a long time. Yeah. So the it only ones that I can... The only ones I can think of off the top of my head are Stargate and um, The Emperor's New Groove had a TV show on Disney Channel as well. Oh, actually, there it, were a lot of t- cartoons based on Disney movies. Yeah, but those are all kind of closed circuit. Like, Disney movies went into Disney Channel TV shows. So it's all sort of part of the same entity. So I kind of look at those a little differently than, you know, big movies to regular TV shows. You know, it's just Disney being Disney. You know, sucking every single cent it can out of a a single character. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, what are some? Hello. Yeah. Okay, I heard someone say, "What are some?" and then it just like went silent. Yeah, that was Andrew. Andrew, are you still here? It says he just got no, dropped. He just yeah. got dropped. He's probably talking to himself. <laughs> <laughs> Call failed. Oh, it's just like the first time. Nothing ever changes. Who <laughs> <laughs> will be the next to go? I have an entirely different setup this time. Seems to not be helping at all. <laughs> oh wait, Jimmy replied. Comcast is screwy. Yeah, well, we knew that. <laughs> he said, "Don't bother waiting." Go on without me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Is that everybody? Uh, I believe so. While you were gone, we heard from Jimmy. He said Comcast was being scrolly and to go on without him. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Comcast is tend to be pretty screwy. I'm glad we don't have Comcast way out here. (laughs) 
So as you were saying before this all happened. <laughs> yeah, I was asking um, what were some of y'all's favorite TV shows that you watched during the regular season? Like right now? No, not now. Like in the fall, in the spring. No, oh, yeah, I understand. But like the most recent shows or, or in the entirety of our TV watching history? Uh, no, your whole history. <laughs> <laughs> List every single show you've ever liked for since you... No, not liked. <laughs> this is your favorite. It's like your favorite yeah. old-time ones that aren't on anymore and okay. then the favorite ones that you actually watch now. Okay. Mm, my favorite ones that aren't on anymore are Star- Stargate Atlantis and Veronica Mars. Do they still play the Looney Tunes? I don't. I don't get that. I don't like get Cartoon Network or whatever it came on anymore. <laughs> I think they play shorts every once in a while between shows, but not yeah. as its own TV show. Yeah, I used to watch those when I was little, and now I'm just hooked on Metalocalypse. And that's about it. I don't really watch too much TV. Yeah, I don't watch a whole lot either. I'll catch. I used to watch CSI a lot. CSI, CSI New York, um, NCIS, sort yeah, of all I, of those. I stopped and, watching those once it got really sexual and stuff. Just, eh. yeah, like I it was almost a rape for every single episode. Yeah, I I rarely watch them anymore. Um, NCIS, I'll still watch. Yeah, that one was good. Uh, mm-hmm. What is? I'm starting to get hooked on The Office now, watching all the reruns that are coming on. <laughs> One of my favorites was Keeping Up Appearances. It's a British sitcom. I've seen a couple episodes, but didn't really like it all that much. I prefer Monty Python to Keeping Up Appearances. Or You're Being yeah, Served. That one's pretty good, too. Yeah. But, um, I haven't really, like, I haven't watched the whole movie of Monty Python, because, like, in, um, in my class, like, we had watched a portion of it, and, because our teacher wasn't able to be there for that day, so he was, like, just watch a movie or whatever. And we tried to persuade the student to leave the movie with the classroom, so when we came back in the afternoon, because we are there for, like, three hours, so we could have watched the whole movie, but he's like, nah, I'm not going to leave it. Oh, man. Sure. <laughs> Which one were you watching, Holy Grail or Flying Circus? I think it was the Holy Grail, where it was had the part with the witch. Yeah. yeah that's the Holy Grail. The the duck. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, the Holy Grail is, I think, the best. The Life of Brian was just so-so. But that's not TV, those are movies. Yeah. <laughs> but the only shows that I watch on TV now, um, I watch Community, that's... A pretty hilarious show. It's actually... I've seen a little bit of that. That's actually, yeah, pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, because it's, there's, like, intelligent humor in it, and then there's also the sort of, like, stupid slapstick stuff. But but there's there's more to it than your average humor show. Um, yeah. Then I watch House and Bones. Everyone watches oh, House Bones. and Bones. Yeah. How could I forget about Bones? <laughs> and the um, the lady who plays Bones, I have to plug this because I'm a vegan. She's a vegan. <laughs> yeah, just had to plug that. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're vegan. I'm not a vegan. And Andrew just got kicked out again. And Jimmy just got back on <laughs> You're breaking up real bad, Kellen. 
Okay. Um, there you go. Yeah, oh. you. it showed you it's dropped, but then you just came back without. Andrew is magic. <laughs> there's a will, there's a way. Everybody look at Jimmy. He's trying. Hey, Jimmy. Come on, Jimmy. Hello? You can do it. Hello, you did it. Hey. Welcome hey. back. <laughs> Didn't miss much. Just zombies and, and Disney and Bones. <laughs> yeah. I think it seems like I'm the one that's watching more TV shows now than I used to. I mean... Andrew mentioned Bones and NCIS and The Office, but nobody else really talks about the other shows that's on sci-fi now, like Eureka and Warehouse 13, or the other um, similar series that they have in USA, like Royal Pains or Burn Notice. Well, the thing is, I only get the basic stuff. I don't have any of the cable channels, so... Same here. I don't get any of that. Um, you know, I if I could... I would get Food Network, because I love watching Alton Brown and Jamie Oliver. But <laughs> other than that, there's not much on that I would watch on cable anyway. Yeah, and when I notice that I would like to watch Metalocalypse, I don't get Cartoon Network, so I don't get that show. I have to watch it on my computer. Yeah. I watch everything on my computer. Like, I I have cable because it makes my internet cheaper for some reason. Um, but I, I can't remember the last time I've turned on my television and watched it. Yeah, I'm the same way. <laughs> like, yeah. I very rarely turn my TV. Except for, I, sometimes I put on Science Channel. That's about it. <laughs> Which is good. Yeah, my little, my little sister has an obsession with the Weather Channel. <laughs> I don't understand why. My little brother also likes to watch the Weather Channel. So do I. That's what I did in college. I just watched that. That was on all the time. <laughs> it's just nice to know that you know what the weather's going to be in like a different country than yours. So. You get a look at it like, man, the weather sucks today. Oh, well... But okay, it, there's 10 feet of snow outside my outside on my driveway covering my car, but I could be dying of, like, dehydration over in the desert. <laughs> well, for me, it was more along the lines of the fact that they had some good music on the Weather Channel, especially <laughs> nice and good studying. Um. Like, they always had some good jazz on or some classical yeah, because it's not something like you're about to be like, oh, I'm going to start dancing and singing to this and get all distracted. Exactly. <laughs> but with me, in college, I had to have something for background music, background noise. And the Weather Channel provided that. If it was That's any channel, then I wouldn't be able to actually, like, pay attention to what I'm trying to do. So. I yeah, thought that's why God created Pandora. So <laughs> 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 you can get distracted on your computer. Yeah, because the internet is there, just beckoning. You just need to have one window that has Pandora, and not 50 windows. <laughs> and don't you do your homework on your computer anyway? No, I use... Uh, in one of my classes, I have to, and it's so easy to get distracted, because you have to be online to do it. It's just like... Uh... Yeah, those classes are very annoying. 
He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of this. I'm just going to check Zynga for five minutes. Two hours then later. Oh, man! Man! <laughs> <laughs> But um, but yeah, with with this house, like I have, I can't have background music. I have to have it like at a good blocking everything out sound, or else I get distracted by other people. Because then they're like, "Hey, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this?" I'm trying to study. <laughs> yeah. So when I grew up, I was always um. We, uh, my household, it almost always had the television running, like, all the time. So, I got used to, like, TV as background noise, basically. Yeah. Didn't matter what was on, it was just background noise for me that helped me. I mean, I, I was so used to it that I would use it, that it would help me concentrate. And it felt weird when it wasn't on. But then after I went to college, and since then, I almost never had the TV on, so... <laughs> I'm used to not having background noise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I, I do remember... Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, I do remember um, the, the time when I was younger when we also used to have the TV on quite a lot, and it was just a drastic difference. Like, it's almost like it's super lonely without that, that, that the TV talking to you. Yeah. I had a similar, I, I grew up in a fairly large family and it was always really loud in the house and so back then I felt like I needed to have like my music playing or something in order to concentrate. But then as I moved out of that house and then, and at this point I'm living by myself, I almost never have background sound on at all. Like now I find it distracting, but then I found I needed it to concentrate. And I wonder if, if before it was just to block out all the other stuff that was going on, and now that I don't yeah. have the, that other white noise going, that the silence is better. Yeah. yeah. So do any of y'all know anyone who goes to sleep with the TV on? Like, they can't My fall mom. asleep? That is so annoying, I think. Well, if, I if you're rooming with somebody, like, I went on a hotel, or, you know, to a hotel on some sort of uh, school trip, and the guy couldn't fall asleep without the TV on. You know, it was on quietly, but it was still on. And so I woke up, like, every two hours. It was just like, oh, my goodness, this is horrible. So finally yeah. I had to... I, I waited until he was, uh, like, fast asleep and just shut it off. He woke up and was like, wait, the TV turned itself off. I'm like, no, I couldn't sleep. <laughs> now go away and be quiet. I'm sleeping in for an extra two hours. So, yeah. That's why I don't know how people can do that. That's why a lot of TVs have a feature where you can set it to turn off like an hour later and stuff. <laughs> For yeah. <laughs> or something I'll like show. that. Now, I do, need, I do need some kind of sound in order to go to sleep. So I will sometimes have, you know, a show or something going on my computer or music or something because I, I can't sleep in the absolute silence because every little sound will wake me up or because I live by myself in sort of a scary city. I'll be like, is someone in my apartment? And I'll, like, creep around my house with a giant knife, and that's just not conducive to falling asleep. <laughs> yeah. Every, every once in a while, I will fall asleep to music, but it's not something I need and it's not something I do as a habit. I just do it for the fun of it. Yeah. My mom, she keeps the TV on all night and everything, and, like, she doesn't keep it at, like, a really quiet volume either. Like, one time, I was trying to sleep, 
had to wake up at like four or five for work. And like, so I was just like about to fall asleep and then it got to a loud scene in the movie or TV show and it sounded like my dad was yelling. Mm. And I was like, oh jeez. So I get up to see what's going on and he's not there. I'm like, what? <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm, I'm the exact opposite, um, and it's because I can sleep through anything, and, like, I just don't have a problem falling asleep, and it's the only reason why sometimes I sleep with the TV on is I'd be watching TV and all of a sudden I'm tired and I just fall asleep. Um, but it's not, on the contrary, it's not every that I needed to fall asleep, it's just sometimes it happens to be the case that I forget. Yeah, that I don't mind so much, because then I could turn it off and it wouldn't wake you up. I, I think we've sort of tangented off of the topic. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah we have. <laughs> We're still talking about TVs. We're still talking about TVs. Kind of. We're talking about In the TV. physical yes. sense. <laughs> um, yeah, so, all right. On well, topic. Come on, people. Um, okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, so my issue, I don't know if you guys are pro-television or not. Um, I don't really like television in general um, because I feel like it doesn't really take its audience seriously or maybe it just panders to the lowest common denominator. But I, I feel like the stories are not cohesive a lot of the times and there's there's no level of metaphor in them. It's just all plot, just one thing after another. And there are a yeah. few shows that will be an exception to that. For example, Lost and Nip Tuck, who do um, have a more artistic style and do delve deeper into the genre and into storytelling. Um, but then but they for the most go part, on and on and on and they don't know when to stop either. Yeah. So my favorite shows are those, like Lost and Battlestar Galactica and Stargate kinda. Um, like, Stargate is really shallow storytelling, yeah. let's be honest. I love the show, but... <laughs> but it has its benefits. But um, Doctor Who is the on- is actually the only show I watch right now, really. I watched um, some of that with my dad. It was pretty good. Yeah, it is pretty good. Um, I have no idea to watch Mad Men. I've heard that's really good, but I've never gotten Same around to watch it. So is um is is the state of television to put less focus on the grand storytelling and more on the things that it works well with? Like, um, am I the only person in the group that watches it for football? Watches what? Watches the college for for football, Monday night football. Oh yeah, I don't watch sports on TV except for figure skating. Yeah, uh, I'll I watch like the watch Olympics that. or something. But I don't know. I watched this. I watched a little bit of the Tour de France, but that's only because I like bike riding. So it's more. It's more fun to actually bike ride yourself, though. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. With all sports. Yeah. What were you saying? I I I'm like, I watch whatever is on TV. It depends on what day it is. But with like what Jimmy said. Like, I would watch Monday Night Football because it's football. I, I enjoy the sport, and I, and I like watching it. So it really depends on what's going on TV that I would probably turn on turn it on and watch. So. Right, like, football or Olympics or any sort of live event I think it's ideal for. So, like, even, like, a, a series finale, you know, that's where everybody is tuned in at the very same time for. 
I think that's probably the best, um, you know, the type of the type of show that that, that captures more uh, of the TV audience, where everything's happening at once and everybody's seeing it live. Yeah, I can agree with that definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing is with television, a lot of it is the communal experience. Uh, that it's it's a lot of what people get out of television is the ability to talk about the show. I think. Like what we were talking about earlier, that's what television made different. It's something it connected people over large distances. So, so that you have the same kind of language, the same uh, set of things you can talk about. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think the, one of the reasons that we don't like television as much anymore is because of the Internet. It has, For us, it has replaced that. You know, we might see something online, and we'll talk about it to each other online. While before, you would watch TV and then go to work and talk about whatever happened. You know, you know, we talk about the game at work or whatever. But now, yeah, it's all online, some- forums and whatnot. Yeah, and if something's so great that you just watched on TV, you're more likely to Facebook all your friends about it anyway than talk about it at work, so. Yeah. And that might be true in a in a broad sense. I don't feel like that's true for me, um, personally. Like, I just feel like TV in general doesn't respect its audience. Um, because I don't remember where I read it. It was quite some time ago that a lot of shows are written so that you don't have to pay attention to them and still kind of understand what's what's going on. Like, they're written for... I don't know, the housewife that's cooking dinner while the show's on or something like that. And and yeah. then it's it's that level where it's like you don't even have to really be paying attention to it to understand what's going on. I feel like it's not, it's not respecting its audience. It's not bringing any quality. And that's where I lose interest in television. Most, yeah, I agree. Most TV doesn't try to push its audience at all, that's for sure. So, like, f- most... Um, episodic television shows end up becoming fairly inconsistent. Like, when you watch an episode, maybe at most it connects to the episode before it and the one after it, but that's it. <laughs> and most of the time, they're just self-contained in, in, in themselves, so you don't have to remember what happened five episodes ago. Yeah. No, I think... The, the virtue of episodic television is that it's in syndication, that you can play any episode in any order and you don't have to maintain the consistency. I think that's more of, uh, in, from a writer's perspective, the benefit of episodic television because you, you make money off of that more easily than you do off of serialized television. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe I shouldn't have said episodic, but even like series that do have a story, an overarching story. Um, a lot of times, if you once you start examining it, you start to see that their consistency is very limited. Like the early episodes don't necessarily fit with the later episodes. There's not a lot of consistency between seasons, in, in my experience. Yeah, and a lot of cartoons like. I, I don't know how episodic The Simpsons is. I haven't really watched that much of it. But, like, they never seem to grow up. You well, know what I mean? Like, even sitcoms, well, sitcoms like The King of Queens, like, they never grow up. They're, like, always the same. 
Yeah, those kinds of cartoons are very episodic. <laughs> like they ver- they have very little that connects <laughs> particular episodes. Yeah, and I noticed the King of Queens because it's like that too, even though it's actual people in it. Just compare that to the old, you know, Tim the Toolman Taylor. You actually watched the kids grow up as the seasons went by. And they changed the episodes to, you know, correlate with that. Uh-huh. But that's still really episodic show, too. <laughs> it is. It is. I just meant comparatively. Yeah, I understand. Um, and that's... The old school sitcoms were definitely... That was a, a large part of the story... The experience was watching the people grow up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is there a reason why a lot of um, cartoon comedy don't do that though? Like you would never see an older Maggie Simpson or Stewie Griffin. Unless it's for like a, a special episode or something. Right. I think because people see them as that character. You know, you have a character and. If the character grows up, then the character actually changes. You know, Stewie now won't be the same when he's 13. There would be similarities, obviously. You know, he may be the same type of character in relation to the other characters, but he won't be the original Stewie that you knew, and people don't like change. Yeah. Even though everything's changing right under their noses anyway. Yeah. Yeah. They have something, something, you know, on TV, something that is the same, something that they can latch onto when the world around them is changing. I guess it's also something you can't really undo. Um, I think uh, you could still incorporate change into an episode where, you know, people, that's the whole idea of, of, like, character development and why I really like a lot of anime um, series and some of them, I guess, are TV shows in Japan. Is that because that you do see um, people as characters grow, um, even not necessarily like changing in physical form, like growing up and, and and all that, but just you know being being more likable people or just uh, stronger characters overall. Yeah, I, I think, think that's more. Literary, I said I think it's more literary change than um, you know human change. Yeah. Katie? Yeah, well, as far as the the cartoon comedies go, I don't... I think the main reason that they don't change is because the point of those shows is not the characters themselves. It's not their journey or the way they relate to other people. It's the comedy of this situation or mocking that, you know political situation or whatever they're talking about at the time. It's just not the focus of the show. I don't think that they need to grow up. I don't think that the shows would benefit from them aging. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the characters aren't characters. (laughs) They're just sort of timeless symbols for, like, Bart Simpson is kind of the bratty kid and he reflects something in our society, but he's not. It's... (laughs) the fact that, like, Bart Simpson's never going to learn something that changes his life or anything. It's not supposed to be like that. But, um, not slightly related, but very different uh, element. How come 
Simpsons isn't good anymore. <laughs> so as we're talking about TV it, getting worse, I mean, changing, I don't like Simpsons anymore. I can't even watch it anymore. Is that something that has to do with me, or is it just... I, it's just <laughs> been on too long. They, they, it's been going for so long that I don't... How could it still be interesting anymore? Well, I never liked it to begin with, so to me, it's no worse than it was when it first started. <laughs> My whole theory is that the, the creative engine, I'm not sure how much Mike Boyning actually um, is still, like, part of that team, but he, you know, folks are getting older, maybe he's just losing it. <laughs> or he's focusing more on other projects. But, I mean, they supposedly spend, like, insane amounts of money hiring, like, the best writers they can find for that show, and yet... Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you also have to look at the evolution of the genre. Like, the the um, cartoon comedies now are very different from what it was when The Simpsons got started. And so that's obviously going to have an effect on on The Simpsons if it wants to stay current. And I kind of feel like most um, cartoon comedies suck right now, like Family Guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, I think part of the appeal of The Simpsons originally was it was pushing envelopes of what was acceptable on television, and now those things aren't pushing the edges of anything in Simpsons. Yeah, they're just commonplace. And so now each new different cartoon comedy tries to go more extreme in different ways, and sometimes it just falls flat. It was also one of the first TV show things that, um, like, brought up the topic of vegetarianism and everything. Again, only really? after <laughs> Grace is intent on talking about veganism. <laughs> Just putting it well, in. I think cows are delicious, so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Now we're going to start a fight here. (laughs) I was just noting, like, that that's one of the issues of society, and it's it's one of the first ones that addressed that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think Simpsons addressed a lot of topics that weren't talked about. And there's a lot of other shows back in that era when Simpsons was coming out that kind of did that. Like, um... Murphy Brown and Cheers. And I feel like there's nothing today that seems like it's doing anything groundbreaking to me. Yeah. But, I don't know. Maybe I'm expecting too much, or maybe it's the idealism of my childhood (laughs) that I just, like, everyone thinks that life was great. Or a lot of people think that life looked much greater when they were kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, once you grow well, up... When I look, you know, when I look back on some of the shows that I... That those exact episodes I watched as a little kid, I'm left um, done <laughs> by their quality. Yeah. Um, yeah, like someone tweeted the other day that, like they watched Voltron again for the first time, and they're like, how, how horrible is this show? I can't believe I love it. <laughs> but actually, when I watched Voltron when I kid, I knew it was terrible, and I still liked it. So. 
Yeah, I, part of it, I think, is just that when you're a kid, you know, you're not, you haven't been exposed to enough to know good versus bad. So everyone thinks the shows of their childhood were amazing. That's just because you didn't realize how much they sucked, not because they were actually so much better than the stuff that's on TV now. Yeah. But even though that, in some cases it is. <laughs> there's also, I think, TV is being... Um, consumed by the obsession with reality television. Yes. Um, And that, I think, has something to do with why I don't like it as much anymore. Well, in reality television was interesting when it first came about. Like, when Big Brother was first on or um, even yeah, even the first episodes of um you know, that show, American Idol. Um, but now it's sort of denigrated to such a, a disgusting level. Like, it's not even real anymore. They just get these incredibly unlikable people and put them in situations where they're having totally stupid drama. And I've seen more reality TV shows than I ever wanted to because I had a roommate that was obsessed with reality TV. She would have those VH1 reality shows on all the time. Uh, should watch reruns of them. I'm like, why do we need to see Flavor of Love 3? <laughs> and then, then there's Flavor of Love, and then there's New York, who was from Flavor of Love, and then there was some other show that was based off of people who were on I Love New York. Just like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Nobody cares about these people, and they're so deeply unlikable, and it's not in any way a, a depiction of reality. So what exactly makes this reality TV. Artificial reality TV. Yeah. Yeah, I've never really liked reality shows, even in the beginning days, because, but that's, at the beginning days, I at least saw something interesting about them. I just didn't like them. Like, I don't like um, a show, for example, in American Idol, I don't like the beginning, the whole first half of the show where they're just laughing at the people who can't sing. Or mocking yeah. and I just and yeah, but yeah. I agree that newer reality shows have become even worse. Um, I think the only one that I like is uh, Last Comic Standing, and that's only because I like comedy, and that's all it's about. I've always wanted to watch that one. <laughs> that you know, it's just a bunch of it's a bunch of stand-up comedians going one right after the other. So you know, you get a bunch of comedy in. And then, of course, at the end, they have this big dramatic voting thing, and the judges say who goes and who comes, and you know, and you know, whatever about that. I just want to laugh. Yeah, I think I'd turn it off at the end. <laughs> yeah, when they do the like, judging. The the only reality shows I've ever enjoyed have resembled game shows more than they resemble what we think of as reality TV. So, like, I used to like the. Um, real world road rules challenges where it was just physical challenges all the time and then um, I like So You Think You Can Dance and those sorts of shows because it doesn't have the like interpersonal drama aspect which is just so insipid um, yeah. it, it, it's much more of a game show than it is reality shows we think of it yeah yeah Yeah, like, sometimes people will send me clips and stuff of that British one that's like, I don't know what it's called. Um, Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, yeah, Britain's Got Talent, that one. Uh, 
Uh, and uh, it seems pretty good. Like, game shows like that, I don't mind. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I don't like the drama in yeah. reality TV. I guess that's, I don't like drama in real life either, and it, I, I just think it's ridiculous in concept. I mean, yeah. I don't like when I'm in the middle of this in my life. Why would I want to watch other people do it? Or John and Kate Plus 8 was the worst TV show there ever was. Anybody who likes John and Kate Plus 8 can never complain about a crying baby behind them on an airplane ever again. Because that's how that show was. It was screaming children and parents arguing with each other. If you want to see that, go to Applebee's. Or the first one. <laughs> Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Major opinion clear. <laughs> or, or let's. Did it? Do any of you watch Heroes, or have any of you watched Heroes? Yeah, I, I watched, watched a little bit of it. I've watched. Well, I think most of it. I watched the first few seasons and then stopped. <laughs> yeah, I watched up through halfway through season three. Um, and I think that's an interesting look at what we were talking about before about the complexity of storytelling, because the first season was excellent. It was very well written, so on and so forth. But then as you go on, it just turned into, like, flashy, blinky lights, and, wow, what's happening yeah. next? And, and then this is not consistent at all with anything that's happened before, but isn't it so suspenseful? You know, yeah. and you saw this dis- disintegration of storytelling as you watched it. Yeah, you had this one character who, you know, the superpower, and then she died, and then they want to put the actor back on. It's like, oh, she just happened to be part of um, triplets. Yeah, triplets. So that's why she looks exactly like it, but it's a different character. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then they killed her off again, and then, oh, she didn't really die. She just melted. I'm like, make up your mind. <laughs> I would think melting would be the equivalent of dying. Well, she, she froze, and then she melted, and then she was all watery, and then she was fine. So... Okay, yeah. Is that like being frozen in carbonite? No, she her she was like an ice power, like Iceman. Or, yeah, yeah, or yeah, she's like, Mr. Freeze. She's made of water. I know. Yeah. I, I understand. <laughs> that was a joke. Okay. That's <laughs> so, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, I think it's like the- uh, a new one that's coming out, I think it's called, oh, what's it called? Is it Amazing Family or something like that? Where basically it's a family that, like in suburbia, that develops superpowers. That's going to come on soon. I think this season. That may be interesting. I'm not sure. It depends on how exactly they play that out. I Hopefully they just won't take like the Incredibles and rip off that. Yeah, I'm hoping they don't do that. I don't believe they can do superheroes, right? I've given up. <laughs> I think that will be a never do superheroes, right? I don't know that this, this one is going to be superheroes. It's going to be, or at least from what it looks like it's going to start out as, is just normal people who develop, you know, extraordinary powers and how they deal with that on a day-to-day basis. Because I think that would be more interesting than, um, you know, going out and fighting crime. You know, we have comic yeah. books for that. Well, there were some good TV superheroes, but it was back in the day. Like, Batman the Animated Series was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was awesome. Great. Yeah. 
I used to watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. I I should clarify my comments. I meant real light, real action. I mean, live action television. Yeah, real people. (laughs) Cartoons, yeah, there's great. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I don't think too many people can look really good in spandex like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You didn't think Adam West was sexy back in that the old Batman TV shows? I I, I don't remember that as well. You know, that was good. I just don't think Adam West is sexy, but I can say that quite a lot of the 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 building for it. was sexy. I don't remember it very well enough either to comment. You know, to me. You know, for me, the Batman movie is going to be the two newest ones. The other ones were too much before my time. I mean, they, I mean, they came out during a time where I could have seen them, but I didn't until they had already passed. So. You mean the Tim Burton Batmans? Yeah. See, I really liked those when I was a kid and I saw them. Um, but looking at them now, I'm like, these weren't very good films. <laughs> yeah, and see, I missed it. I missed watching them as I was a kid, so I've only seen them as, you know, 18 and up, I think. And so those aren't the Batman movies, even though they're the Batman movies of maybe my generation, well, including these new ones, um, but I don't consider them to be yeah, I'm feeling ridiculously young now. <laughs> <laughs> have we talked about Batman on every episode of this podcast? I think that we have. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe not the first one. The first one was about internet. Well, did we say bad time in the first one? No, we didn't. Yeah, I think we did. We did. But it may not have been recorded. <laughs> bad yeah, bad. But Batman is the best, you know. He, he should be in every episode. That could be a running gag. <laughs> <laughs> Have the, our, our listeners try to find out where we introduce Batman in our hour and a half long <laughs> sessions. Where's Batman? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I spy, but audio. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think, you know, for me, when I was a kid, the cartoons I would watch was mostly Batman, but I also would watch the Spider-Man and the X-Men every once in a while, too. But that was, that was everything that I watched pretty much as a kid, was Batman, I, Spider-Man, and X-Men. Yeah, I saw a lot of Batman and Spider-Man as well. We, I wasn't allowed to watch X-Men, but we'd still sneak it in whenever our parents weren't around. Nah, see, I wasn't allowed to watch Teenage Mutant Turtles or the Power Rangers. Yeah, I couldn't watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles either. I was allowed to watch Power Rangers most of the time. There was one season I wasn't, but... Yeah, so I've watched all of those that you've mentioned, and I could list dozens and dozens of animated <laughs> cartoons. So, so what about Gargoyles? That was a great Oh, one. yeah, Gargoyles is amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah that was a that. good one. I, I wasn't allowed to watch that either. I just wasn't interested in watching it. I saw it, I was like, meh, it's stone things that come to like, oh, whatever. Give me Batman. <laughs> yeah, I used to uh, read X-Men. I didn't really watch it. Mm. 
See, I never, read, I never read any comics. I mean, I didn't... I haven't owned a single comic book until about a month ago. So... I have a couple of, like, really old Terminator comics that, um... Like, Robocop versus Terminator, and then some other one, which... They're sealed, so... I haven't read them. Sad face. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't see the point in that to me. You know, to me, comic books are meant to be read. You're going to buy it and not read it. You know, a couple of friends of mine did that. I'm like, why are you doing that? Seriously, <laughs> the, it didn't make any sense is, to me. Right. I mean, sure, it could be a collectible someday, but not for sure. Yeah, when, when I bought them, like, my mom was like, don't open them, don't open them, because they'll be worth a lot of money. And, like, I don't know where they are at the moment, but I still want to read them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, if I were to do that, I'd have to buy two. So one side to yeah. and one to keep sealed. <laughs> yeah, that that makes sense. Buying two. But, yeah. But I, I've read comics. This, we're totally off topic, but I'm going to keep off topic well, for know, a little it, bit. This is Batman. There's Batman from TV, and then Batman to, you know, the cartoons, to Batman to comics. So it's cool. Batman's and everything. We're fine. Just okay, so we can always go off topic. As long as it has to as do long with as Batman. Batman. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Batman has to be the catalyst. Okay. <laughs> so I was going to say, when I, I read comics, but mostly only ones I borrowed from people. So I read a lot, but it was very disjointed, and I never really closely followed anything until older years when I could cheat and download them online. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a teacher who, um, who, like, when he was, like, about ten or so, he had bought, like, one of the Superman comics, and, like, he read and read and read it and reread it, and it was just worn out and beat up, and his friend's older brother was like, no, take it, take good care of it, keep it wrapped and everything, because one day that comic's gonna be worth a ton of money. Well, he had got, he had put it through the ringer, and, like, it ended up going in the trash. And turns out, like, nowadays, that comic's worth, like, 400 bucks, and he paid 10 cents for it. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> terrible. So sucks. Yeah, but you never know. I mean, it could go the way of the Beanie Baby, too. Like, these are collector's items. Keep the tags yeah. on them. They'll totally be worth something later. And then yeah. everybody has, like, 30,000 of them, and there's, like, 50 million in still in play, so because there's such a large quantity of them and everybody's because sick of them by now. Hand. Yeah. <laughs> if they made only maybe a million of them total, then they'd be worth something, but not yeah. now. It's like with the Angel Gachi and the Devil Gachi Tamagotchis. They were only made in Japan, really limited, so they are worth a buttload of money. Well, at least the devil got you. The angel got you had an English version. So some cartoons are directly related to collectibles. <laughs> Going back to yeah. television. And those tend to be cartoons I can't stand. <laughs> what was that, Jimmy? Don't you dare mention the P-word. No, I won't. <laughs> I, I did, stop! <laughs> Get it away. I only have one thing to say about that show. Pikachu is the spawn of Satan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and see, Pokemon 
was one of those things that uh, that when I was growing up with where I went to school and the people that I knew at the time, Pokemon was like the mark of shame. It was like the scarlet letter. If you watched Pokemon or collected the cards, you were just an untouchable. But I guess elsewhere in the world, it it was like a cool, okay thing to be into. But I still look at it with such judgment. I'm like, oh, Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I, I see it as a pretty bad thing, too. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch that. the original. Go ahead. It's weird. One of the smartest people I know online is is a huge Pokemon fan. It's the only thing I completely disagree with him about. <laughs> like, how could you like that? <laughs> Strange. But cartoons I do like that were really good are also comic book related. Are um, Teen Titans and Justice League. I yes. thought both of those were pretty amazing. Also, Static Shock was pretty good. I remember that. That was inter- I didn't see a whole lot of it, but I thought it was a real interesting. I liked that. Yeah, I liked. Wasn't wasn't Transformers based off the the actual the toys first, and I guess him already GI Joe too. I don't know. I think that tra- was. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I think Transformers. They planned the toys at the same time they planned the TV show, yeah. So the toys probably came out around the same time the TV show started to come out. (laughs) It's a total, but it's another totally commercial endeavor, sort of. Yeah. (laughs) Because both are something that is sellable. One is a toy that transforms, so you get two toys out of it. And the other is a TV show, and then you get a story behind your toys, and it's, like, totally awesome. <laughs> Not that I ever got into it. <laughs> Transformers is, but it was inspired by a lot of the Japanese stuff that had things that yeah. transformed, <laughs> but weren't called Transformers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, a lot of the, the shows of our youth um, were based off of the Japanese stuff, which I didn't obviously realized at the time, but looking back on it, like, Power Rangers is not an American original by any means. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> so is this how Jap- Japan is taking over our country slowly? <laughs> yeah. I hope Japan's got... It started over 20 years ago. Yeah. Well, Japan's like a um, green energy leading country. Like, they're mostly um, solar-powered or wind-powered. I forget which one right off the top of my head, but it's one or the other. Yeah. They're definitely innovators on that, on this. And solar, I think. And that fits with our topic, because they use that to power their TVs, so... That's yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Batman involved somehow. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Batman is really clean energy. Focus. Yeah. <laughs> Here, hold on, I'm gonna find something. Well, um, there's this site that, like, sells tons and tons of Japanese cell phone charms or cell phone stickers or whatever, like, anything to do with cell phones, but it's all from Japan. Like, it's all designed in Japan, all, all stuff from Japan. I actually got a cell phone charm that's a algae plant that's alive. But anyway. Wow, that's... Yeah. Interesting. But, um, so I figured... 
wait, they've got to have something with Batman on there, because that's what I'm <laughs> But they don't have anything to do with Batman on there. Yeah, well, Batman's so American. It's, yeah. I mean, there was that later animated series of Batman, I can't remember what it's called now, um, that was stylistically based off of Japanese animation. Um, yeah. But Batman is very, very American. So is Superman. It's very American. Yeah, even though he's from a completely other planet, not even Earth, he's definitely American. Yeah, but he's fighting for truth, justice, in the American way, so... Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's red, blue... It doesn't, it doesn't tie into our conversation, because it's not the Japanese way. <laughs> so, television. Yeah. That thing we're here to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, in Japan, a lot of cell phones are able to watch TV on that. There we go. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Bringing it back around. Full circle. Perfect. So basically, you haven't real like so far. I don't think I've gotten any ideas of what I should be watching right now, <laughs> or should I be watching anything? As you're watching Bones. No, yeah. Yeah, Bones, Bones is good. But all of it if you want it, Kellen. Okay. Have all six. You can catch up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I will borrow that from you. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't seen any Bones except for like one or two random episodes. (laughs) It's good. That's really, during the summertime, I like to watch um, Wipeout. But that's only a summertime thing. Yeah. Is that uh-uh. like American Gladiators, kind of? Is that... It's, it's kind of like that, except it's dumbed down and it's funnier. Um, basically, you have... Basically, it's like an obstacle course, a giant obstacle course, but there's nobody... There's no people against you. So there isn't any gladiator okay. you know, part of it going against you. You just run through and, and jump and slip and, and fall down a lot. They have two commentators, uh, John and John. One John, I think it's John Anderson, is an actual sports commentator. So he's the straight guy. And then you have the other guy who's a comedian. So put the two of them together, and it's absolutely hilarious. The show wouldn't be anything without John and John, basically. Nice. So... One of my cousins actually sent me a message, texted me, talking about how he's going to try out for Wipeout or something. Oh. <laughs> like, how would yeah, you I do that? I would definitely want to do that, too. <laughs> but he's, yeah. Well, doesn't matter. But, yeah, he said something about he's going to be trying out soon or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's <laughs> But he's the kind of person who would really be into any kind of reality thing. <laughs> so he would want to be on TV no matter how he got on TV. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty sad that some people would go to lengths to embarrassing themselves just to be on TV. Like, if you, yeah. if, especially if you're a self-conscious person and you're just like, I want to get on TV no matter what, regardless of what people think of me. Well, I don't know if he's going you... that far, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I agree, there are a lot of people like that. 
Yeah, for their 15 seconds of fame. Now, with those people, I wonder if it's really that they're like, I don't care what people think of me so much as it is like, oh, I'm on television. The haters are just jealous of my my fame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on Rock of Love 3. Like, they're just narcissistic enough to believe that people love them, when really they're they're laughing at them. Yeah. Yeah, We're not laughing at you, we're laughing next to you. A lot of people (laughs) end up on these TV shows, or some of them, end up making, like, insane amounts of money. (laughs) And they're for being laughed at, like the people on Jersey Shore or something. I've never seen that show, I just know that it exists. Same here. (laughs) But apparently they, they make a lot of money for, like, appearances and stuff. They make insane amounts just because they become so famous. Yeah, yeah but that's going to last a very short a short amount of time. Like, they can do that now, and maybe a year after the show isn't going on anymore. But after that, they're not, they're not going to get other work outside of the Jersey Shore. They're not going to become legitimate actors from their appearance on Jersey Shore. Yeah. They're not going to have any long-running respect. Like, five years after the show is over, no one's even going to remember who they were. Yeah, they might they might end up as a dead body on CSI, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, but it's still money as long as they use it, they invest it wisely. Yeah, <laughs> because be the people in Jersey Shore are going to be brilliant <laughs> investors. No, they're going to hire someone who says, I'm a brilliant investor, I'll invest it for you, and that person will steal all their money. <laughs> this happened to many of other hey, famous people. That's a good idea. I'm going to go to those Jersey Shore people saying that I'm a brilliant investor. <laughs> just, put it, just put it on your business card, like, Andrew, brilliant investor. Yeah. I think you could use my services, Snooky. Yeah. But, you know, what's worse than those, though, are the, the shows that are not reality shows, but pretend to be. Like The Hills, which is all scripted, but it's meant to look like a reality show. Yeah. And, but, uh, if you put Brilliant Investor on his business card, like you were saying, it wouldn't be technically a lie. He'd just have to put, like, a couple of spaces in between Brilliant and Investor. And untrained eye, they think is brilliant investor, when in reality it's just him saying he's brilliant and an investor. Right. I don't even invest money, I just invest time in the internet. You know, wasting it. <laughs> that's, that's what I do. That's my, that's my investment. <laughs> and I'm brilliant. So, the shows that appear like reality shows, what's the point of that? <laughs> like, what do they gain from that, I guess? They gain money. That's the thing. They gain money. <laughs> yes, just like that. Because okay. they get, they get, get into the whole hype of reality TV. So, can I guess the reality TV. I think it's, it gives them the effect that it's hard to, like, like the office, you know, it's, 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 it's moved like a documentary, but it's not, right? Yeah. So it's a certain style, I think. Yeah. You know it's not a documentary, and therefore laugh with that, you know what I mean? <laughs> So yeah. maybe, maybe this means like the whole reality TV show is a fluke. The people don't actually want the reality. They just want the drama and they would love to have the drama be scripted. There just wasn't any scripted dramas that had this style before <laughs> reality yeah. TV shows came around. <laughs> just a theory. 
Yeah, I think that makes sense. But um, as a side note, you can watch TV on your, like, iPods or whatever. I don't think we're as advanced as Japan. You can't watch TV on every cell phone, but if you're that much of a junkie, you can watch it on your gizmos, but... <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> you go to the app store. I have um, a Japanese news channel that, like, has subs or whatever for English. But that's Japan, that's not so English. So you can watch Japanese news on your cell phone. <laughs> well, yeah, but there's apps for other TV channels or whatever. I haven't downloaded them, but... It's just like watching TV on the internet, basically. Each channel yeah. has their own website where you can watch these shows on it or whatever. Which yeah. is mostly how I consume television nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. We have an interesting cat participant in this podcast. Yeah, it's Batman in disguise. I see. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, but Batman's, one of Batman's enemies was Catwoman. I don't think he'd be disguising himself as a cat. It's a throw well, cat but didn't he sort of like Catwoman at first? Or is that just the TV, or was that just the movie? Maybe Catwoman thinks we have ties to Batman, so therefore she's trying to get to Batman through us. Uh-huh. Yeah, your cat. Yeah. No, I mean, I did read in the Weekly World News that cats um, are spies for the government. They have microchips in them, so. Oh. That's, That's what's really going Good thing I only can meow like a cat and not actually own a cat. So what's going to happen is whoever has the cat, Batman is about to jump through your window and save you. <laughs> and punch you in the face. <laughs> or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what's funny is I just said, good thing I can only meow like a cat and I don't actually own one. I see. <laughs> so you're just meowing over there? Because that would be Yeah, awkward. every time there's an awkward silence, I'm just like, meow. Uh-oh. Yeah. Wow. Oh, uh, we thought that was an actual cat. Well, pretty good. Cool. <laughs> this guy was very realistic. I don't tell you. Yeah. What else can you do? Bells. You chicken? Nah. I used to be able to crow like a rooster when I was like seven, but then that just went away and I'm sad. <laughs> oh. Sad thing. Can you do a giraffe? <laughs> what? A giraffe. I don't, I've never even heard one of them. Though I must say platypuses sound completely ridiculous. Platypie. <laughs> <laughs> How many? Platypie. Platypie, okay. If I Maybe, can... I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just making stuff up. <laughs> If I can put an image for each episode of this podcast, I can put giraffe sex as the image for this. <laughs> no, I want to get the people who love giraffes who love giraffes. Exactly. Yeah, and they, they listen to this whole thing. At the very end, we mentioned giraffes. That's, That's how you get an audience. <laughs> but where would we be? Where would America be? Without people who love giraffes, who love giraffes.
what do you, so what, what do you guys think of, like, the late night shows, like David Letterman and Jay Leno and that Irish guy? I was always, yeah, I was always a Letterman guy. I don't watch them personally. I usually, if I'm staying up that late, I'm usually online, so I don't yeah. watch them. Yeah, I don't watch them, honestly. I did think the controversy was interesting. <laughs> The yeah. O'Brien, Conan O'Brien thing, I guess. Yeah. It was all over the internet. <laughs> Which is the only reason I got into it at all. It was on the internet. <laughs> like, oh, hey, it's online. They're talking about TV. <laughs> yeah, some people had really funny skits related to that controversy that I watched. And yeah. then I watched some of their regular ones, and I was like, this isn't funny at all. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Any parting thoughts about television? Is there something that I have to watch besides Bones or that everyone should see? Did you watch House? Because that's a pretty good show as well. I watched House, but I started to not like it. <laughs> um, was it, at what point? Was it when he was like going to rehab and all that kind of stuff? Or when he got arrested? It was when he had like a class full of people. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My um my family my mom and dad uh, stopped watching it at that point too. But then it got kind of uninteresting for a season or two, and now it's kind of going back to the way it was when it was actually fun to watch. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and if you're looking for mindless entertainment, Metalocalypse, because it's like eleven minutes for each episode. But <laughs> if you have absolutely nothing to do, then. And the show that I would recommend you not watch is Stargate Universe. Yeah. Well, okay. I can't, <laughs> I can't if you want to blacklist that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Universe I've watched. Uh, I can't bring myself to describe how much I hate it, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, no, I, think... oh, I was gonna no. say, I want, I want to hear everyone's opinion on SpongeBob. I do not watch Spongebob. I will not watch Spongebob. Do not mention it to me. I will I will strangle you. The only thing that I like about Spongebob is somebody made a spoof of the intro song. Um, I don't know if I'm remembering it right, but it's... I think it's Who Lives in a Castle Under the Sea, Spongebob Squarepants, Who... Yeah. Who, what was it, who died in the oil spill because of DP Spongebob Squarepants? <laughs> yeah, that, that was, that was pretty funny, but other than that, no. Yeah, I think Spongebob is totally insipid. I remember when the show first came out and everyone, from little kids all the way up to, you know, people in their 20s were like, all about Spongebob. It's a totally ridiculous show. It's complete, Nonsense and not even creative. I just there's nothing redeemable about it for me. And on top of all of that, it's obnoxious. Like it's annoying just to be in the same room as SpongeBob being played on the TV. Yeah, I've never seen SpongeBob. <laughs> Have no opinion. <laughs> Consider yourself lucky. Well, I've never seen it either, but I still hate it. <laughs> I've never I, seen Twilight, and I hate that. I don't care. I don't have to see it in order to hate it. Well, all I've seen is that I don't know anything about it. Anything <laughs> to hate it about. Well, your life is better because of that fact. <laughs> yes. Much, much better. That's good. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, well I, I think I think we're done. Do you uh, think we're done? Yeah. Yeah. We we just closed on a TV note. Yeah. This is Callan. Thanks for listening. I'm Andrew. Hi. I'm Katie. I'm Grace. Okay, so next time on Getting Thinky, we'll be talking about what makes a classic. Is it strictly popularity, or does it have to have some sort of depth? Same bad time, same bad channel. There's a place where you don't want to be, where people die constantly, and they never die in normal ways. It's preposterous, but still cliche. When your drug dealer's hand comes your mom in a duel by chopping off her head with a side in the pool. Well, they're not saying it makes sense. They're just interpreting the evidence. This is the pop to every television crime show, from CSI to Colombo, and I think you know what's in store. That guy we met in the first 15 minutes will come back cause you know he did it, they're not even trying.